welcome to a special Famous Monsters podcast. <laughs> As always, we are your home for horror, sci-fi, fantasy, and holding your pee while waiting in line just to find out that Bruce Campbell is taking a bathroom break. As always, I am your host, George the Jack of All Trades, and with me is Jason the Falcon. What's up, guys? And taking a break from moderating, we have our boys from the Launchpad podcast joining us. We got Matt and Aaron. Hey, guys. What's going on, everybody? How's everyone been doing? It's crazy, man. I'm happy we don't have to moderate. I just thought of that this morning. I was like getting ready. My wife was like, aren't you like going to be doing it soon? I was like, yeah, but we're not driving today. We're just, we're just talking. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> crazy to be in the passenger seat, right? <laughs> it's kind of fun, right? I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Famous Monsters, we love yeah. you guys, but you give us a lot of homework to do. <laughs> we have a lot of Comic-Con homework just for your panel. <clears throat> if it helps, I-, I believe we do too, usually. Yeah, I would think that's probably true. The second I said that, I was like, George probably does a little bit more than we do. Yeah. <laughs> we just have yeah, to we, say we funny things. <laughs> no, yeah. Ruby, we say things we think are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure if we turn off the laugh track, people are laughing with it. <laughs> I don't want to try that experiment. <laughs> uh, it, it is nice to not have to be on the road. Uh, you know, me and Jason usually have to drive from like one end of California to the other. Uh-huh. So uh, it's definitely good to not have to deal with that and load yeah. like a big trust system to somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> setup is is kind of brutal yeah oh, i may be called the jack of all trades but honestly everyone in this company is a jack of all trades <laughs> you learn how to set up true. stages sell t-shirts yeah. man it's a big deal pretty much it all. it's the machine right there's so much going on with that yeah very much like Bert kreischer if anyone's familiar with him we are the machine also yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're all here for one reason. I think it's uh, safe to say that we're all fans of horror. You know, when Freddy versus Jason came out back in what, like 2003, I think we were all pumped. We were super excited for that film. But let's be honest, the debate has been going on for years. It's going to keep on going of who truly won that movie. You know, did Jason win? Did Freddy win? He never really died. Neither one of them ever really die. They never do. But that's not the. I don't think that's the fight we were looking for. I think it's. I don't about, know. I love that movie, man. I love that movie. It's, I do too. It's exactly what I want from it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think what we really want to know is who's going to take most people out. Who's going to be on top? Who's king of the hill when it comes to that body count? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that's why we're here today. We're going to settle that score with the four of us with a little game we like to call. What is it? Yeah, I just said it. Body count. <laughs> so to get everyone on board and prepared for this because you guys can play at home too here's how it's going to go down each round will pit two players against each other each player will get a randomized horror icon each player within each round will then get 60 seconds to plead their case of who will get the most bodies down they will be put in a random location with a random set of characters that will be their prey. Seems pretty simple, right? Yeah, yeah. Some... fun, awesome game. <laughs> <laughs> if for some odd reason someone gets more bodies down than the other, then we will have a 60 seconds rebuttal for each person 
where we will have our Freddy versus Jason like moment where they just go against each other in an all out brawl. <laughs> and then the two people who are not playing will get to decide who is the victor of that round. So by the time that we run out of time, whoever has the most bodies in the bag, we'll say, that is our victor. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm pretty pumped for this. Uh, my wife, who is also our art director, Jen Pham, set up all of these characters last night for us. So none of us know what's going on. None of us know who we're going to get, where we're going, who, it's, who we're even going against. So I'm going to flip our nice little Court of the Dead coin over here. <laughs> Thank you, Sideshow. <laughs> uh, Jason, heads or tails? Tails. You have tails. So you get to go first. OK. Matt, heads or tails? Severed heads, are you kidding me? Oh, you get heads. So you get to go second. All right. <laughs> Everyone's like, it seems like they're just getting to go. Shake <laughs> <laughs> that coin. All right. All right, Aaron, heads or tails? Uh, heads. There we go. You got tails, so I go next. Oh. So, <laughs> so we'll have Jason going against Matt first, and then me going against you, Aaron. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> Round one. Jason, you have the Gill Man. Nice. Ooh. Okay. Now, Matt, I'm not going to tell you who you have just yet. Okay. So you won't have any time to prep while Jason. Oh, I see. I see. So Jason's going to talk first. Then yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. That, that's, I think that's fair and scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's Let's a little intimidating. It. Your, <laughs> you have the Gill Man, Jason. Yeah. And your prey will be the Breakfast Club. The <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> so for those of you who don't remember the Breakfast Club, that means you get your jock, your popular girl, your nerdy boy, your goth chick, and you get your punk dude. Awesome. <laughs> and your, your location shall be the USS Salako from Aliens. Love the situation that those tools are on that ship. What a horrible <laughs> That's my favorite part of this is like, how did these people get there? And why is the Gill Man there too? The intro, that trucking shot of the pods as all the lights start to turn on. Mm -hmm. And then you see like Molly Ringwald emerges from a sleep tube looking around. <laughs> all right. Are you okay. ready? I'm ready. And go. Okay, so the only things that have been shown to actually kill the Gill Man are, or, or do a significant amount of damage where he's no longer like an issue, is a ton of bullets and insecticide. I'm going to assume they don't really have insecticide on the Sulaco. And also, these are teenagers. <laughs> I bet out of the five of them, only the punk dude maybe has fired a gun before. There's no way that the jock, the nerd, Molly Ringwald um, and the basket case. Like the basket case, I could maybe see 25 kind of seconds. surviving because she thinks outside the box, but there's no way these kids can beat the Gill Man. Like I think they're all going down. So, you, so you're going to kill all five all at once? 
Uh, not all at seconds. once, but uh, I mean, it's a big spaceship. There's a lot of room to move. You just kind of stock them down. And uh, I mean, he's got claws. He's going to attack them kind of like oh, this. That is it. it. Damn, that's quick. Oh, that Ooh. is, yeah, that's rough. A minute Damn. is a long time. See, basically, it's just aliens, but with Gilman. I mean, right. I can see it happening. Yeah. Right. And you don't think the, crew, the actual crew of the Salakos had slightly more of a chance? Well, is the crew there? Hughes written characters. I'm just wondering. We we don't think the crew's there. It's it's the crew has been replaced by Adam Hughes. Yeah, yeah. And they had to they had to get high to work together at all. Right. So they're going to be all stoned. I think I think Gilman's going to be stoned or not working together. (laughs) All right, Matt. You got your work cut out against you, I guess, because it seems like Gilman just took out five. Who do I got? Who do I got? Who am I backing in this? All right, Matt. You you got Jason Voorhees. Damn. No, no, that's not no stranger to to space. (laughs) Oh, this is just oh. And and who's who's he fighting? Is it is it the same same crew? It's the Breakfast Club at the USS (laughs) Salako. I won't need all sixty seconds, but (laughs) confidence. (laughs) All right, go. All right, take the lamest Jason, which is probably from Manhattan. So he's on the Sulaco. The thing about The Breakfast Club is that movie's great and it really makes you like reminisce about high school and how all you could be concerned about in high school was yourself and your friend. Oh, I said, should I, should I change that word? Yes, all, I said, all I said, uh, um, all you were concerned about in high school was yourself and your stupid friends. So all they did that movie was sit around in a circle and talk with each other and cry and like, you know, boost each other's confidence and ego. Jason is going to walk directly in there. And I would say, I'll say three machete chops will take care of all five of them without it, without a problem. And even if they run, what does it matter? I think he's even better suited in a, the small confines of the Sulaco's hallways for that running or walking catch up thing where he doesn't actually walk or he doesn't actually run, but he catches up to them. I think that's even better than the forest. They're going to be seconds. turning corners left and right. He's going to be right there. Boom. Three, three machete swipes. Done. I, I like yeah. that you gave yourself a handicap with Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> right? You know, you know, it's funny because when you, when you threw Gilman at, um, at Jason, I was like, at, at, at our Jason, not Voorhees. I was like, <laughs> Gilman, Gilman is pretty freaking tough. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a good fight. And I don't think that that crew would be really apt to take much of anybody, but certainly not uh, a powerful, cool thing like Gilman. But, and I'm not even going to go into the, the weaknesses that I perceive Gilman might have up in space, but Jason Voorhees. <laughs> and like you said, I didn't even want to take that he's been in space before. And he's like, oh, home court advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, Aaron, it seems like they both took out all five. Would you agree? Yeah. They took out all five. I mean, I just first, I like, I'm envisioning in my head that scene where they've all taken hit from the joint. And they're all singing, we're not alone. You know, it's like, we dare to expose our hearts just to feel the purest parts. <laughs> and like, Gilman's just like shredding his face. And then like, you know, or Jason comes in and just throws his machete and that kid with the pump in his fist on the, on the Sulaco <laughs> yeah. basketball car. I don't know, sports field inside the, the gym. Just the, the machete goes through his hand, pins him against the wall. I think I think there's some some pretty good kills from both these guys. Oh yeah, I, I honestly I imagined that one of them finds a repulsor gun and just shoots one each other by accident. 
I see an accidental, <laughs> I see an accidental kill coming. That's true. Jason and I did not think about that. That's probably oh, true. Man. Yeah, they were so high. Jason rounds the corner and there's just like a dead body. He's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Screw this. I'm getting out of here. No, no more detention for me. Hits the button. The airlock opens. They all get sucked out. <laughs> well, I guess we have our first rebuttal then. We need a tiebreaker. Okay. So, oh. Jason... The Falcon, you get 60 seconds. How are you going to take out Jason the Voorhees? And 60 seconds, go. I'm thinking that maybe gravity and pressure could be a huge part of it because if, I mean, the Gilman is amphibious. If he can manage to make it to a place where maybe the airlock has broken or the false gravity is not functioning the way that it should, he's going to have a physical advantage um, because he's used to high pressure um, and no oxygen. I mean, granted, he, you know, he needs gills, but he can function with lungs and also gills. Um, I'm thinking that might give him an advantage at to be honest, like I'm rooting for Voorhees on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Jason stick together. <laughs> Like just just to be real, <laughs> I mean the Gilman is tough, but but pressure. A for effort. Yeah, you had a concept and you stuck with it. I yeah. like it. <laughs> All right, Matt. Sixty seconds on the clock. Go. I agree with Jason. Jason would win. Um, I think <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll throw her the bone. I think if they were in a watery environment, if they were in the Gilman's location, mm-hmm. Jason, we know, is not really a fan of water. Gilman lives in water. <laughs> so that would be that fight sure. there. But I think anywhere else, I mean, just look at the physical advantages of a fight. I think Jason is physically bigger. He's also, with his smallest machete, he's still got the reach on Gilman. Jason really kind of can't be killed. Gilman is very hard to kill, but Jason pretty much can't be killed. And again, home court advantage. He knows this space thing. He's got it. He's got it locked down. No, I mean, but, gravity and pressure aside, don't try to science my, my me out of this. But still, um, with fifteen seconds to spare, uh, yeah, I'll save those for later. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we? I'll spend those fifteen seconds saying that. I think Gilman has that King Kong vibe where he wants to take the, the female hostage because he's in love with her. I think he's taking the nerdy little blonde kid in this one. The dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll vote for that. I think that's the one he's walking away with. Molly Ringwald has her moments, but like, I'm not taking her to a cave. <laughs> so Michael, Michael C. Hall got to get that booty ready then. Yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> not how I would have phrased it, but yeah. Purely a location advantage because if they were even on the planet from aliens, there's that water like they, you know, Newt falls yeah. in the water tunnel. Yeah, I think Jason in the water, especially Jason takes Manhattan. When we see him hit the water, he starts puking up and going, Mommy, <laughs> and crying about it. So, especially because you picked <laughs> and turned magically turns into a child, yeah, especially because you picked Jason takes Manhattan, Jason's. If they were near any body of water, I think Gilman would have this, but in space. Uh, no one can hear your hockey mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I, I know it, it seems like an unfair battle, but Matt brought up a really good point that I think is to show like maybe not all of the, the people get taken down. Gilman is a lover. 
That's true. And there's that chance that he might not take one of them all the way through. He might keep one of them as a trinket, as a little trophy. So that's, that's, that's kind of important. Jason's where he's like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> you don't take them. He's like, no, the guild man's like, but, but he or she is hot. And Jason's like, I know, that's why we killed. No, give me that sleeping bag. I'll show you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you where to I hang mean, things who, up to dry. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Gilman and uh, the nerdy blonde kid can kind of shape of water something and take Jason down. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. I, I would watch, I think I'd watch all of these movies. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's one movie or a series, I'd, 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 I'd go through it. New, Jason's new like, can't fiction. you smell the sexual tension and weed smoke? We gotta keep oh, <laughs> uh, So I think it's safe to say Matt got this one. Jason. Regardless, please. best high school yeah. experience, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, sh I should make sure to tally up our points at a place so I can keep track of this. It seems like the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. So so, what happens? Do they both get five, and Matt gets uh, an extra point for winning, or how does that work? So Matt is the only one who gets points, and that one, you got to win oh. the whole round to keep your kills, or to keep no. your keep your body count. Oh Bring those no! Back to the cave. Yeah. So you got to work hard, babies. De devastating rule. I'm kind of no. excited now to be on the other side of the table. Like me and me and uh, the hawk can wait and now hear your guys' argument. Like I'm excited. Now. This is fun. It's fun not to drive. <laughs> All right. It's great, so, right? Let's see here. Let's see what we got. Okay. Let me do our show proud, man. Come on. I'm bringing it, man. All right, Aaron. Oh, snap. Yeah. You have Samara from the ring. Okay, great. Good, good. I like the confidence. <laughs> All right. You will be in the Adams family house. Oh, <laughs> awesome. And your prey is our good old boys, the Winchester brothers. Okay. With, and First have, of all. Well, hold on. You got, a, you got a team. You got Bobby with them also. He's still alive. We got Castiel and Kevin, their prophet. Damn. Okay. And the two brothers. And the two, yeah, you got. Dean and Ruby's taking notes. But before yeah. we before the time gets going, I need to say something about the Winchester brothers. All right. Okay. I needed yeah, to do a little research. Room of the yeah, I needed to do a little research. And uh this is this is for the internet in general, maybe some of our audience. Um, guys, they're brothers. And when I did a Google image search for Winchester <laughs> brothers, I know where this is going. <laughs> guys, it's not okay. They're brothers. I'm pretty sure in most of the states. What you guys want them to do is illegal, <laughs> completely illegal, <laughs> messed up. You guys are messed up. There are no Winchester brothers. It's, yeah, it's they're pretty true. cool. Yeah, some nose. Some ships <laughs> shouldn't leave the port, and that's one of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm ready for this, but All I right. cannot get some images out of my head. <laughs> the internet right. might have yeah. been a mistake. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you. So Samara from the Ring. Yep. Okay, sixty great. seconds. Go. Here we go. Boom. So it is the the Winchester brothers like paranormal activity business, family business, and a tape comes to them and they're like, oh, let's watch this shit. It's probably like something cool to start our next case off because they get messages all the time that help them like start their adventures. They pop the cassette in and it's the two brothers and they're like, well, they get ringed immediately. Holy shit. They get ringed so hard. And Bobby walks in. He finds uh, the big brother Winchester all 
in the closet making that horrible face that is in the ring and you know the one I'm talking about when the mom opens the door and the, the girl's in the closet and they smash cut to it and scares the shit out of you. He finds both of them like that. So the two Winchester brothers, the hardest in that team are out already. Hardest what? So the, uh, <laughs> the, hard, the two hardest guys on that team are out already. It is bad news for them. So then Castillo, he's like, I wonder what this tape is, because that's how the ring works. It draws you in. And he's like, Three I'm their scribe, man. I got magic on my side. So he And time. time. <laughs> <laughs> so I got three of them. I don't know. Did Castillo get killed? <laughs> he watched the tape. <laughs> and I don't think, I, you know, seven days, then you die, man. <laughs> or you'd go to rest. I, he believes in God, after all. Yeah, he might be, uh, but I, I, I see him having a nice little battle of the minds with, with the, the ring tape, but he's not winning against some girl who can crawl out of a TV. He'd be like on his phone, like trying to call somebody, and oh no, and she comes out of the phone into his head. Who knows, man? It'd be real bad. <laughs> All right. But if you want to not count Bobby not dying because I didn't get to it, I'll out. <laughs> We're not driving, Ruby. This yeah. is George's bus. Oh, all, all names not mentioned don't get to die. I think you get to have the brothers and Castiel. So that's, you get your three. All right. Let's see who I get. Come on. Okay. <laughs> who is no, it? I got a good one. I got a good one. All right. Okay. Don't, don't let my tone affect that. I got Ghostface from, from, from Scream. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got this. I got this. I'm a pro. I want to watch the time too. Not that I don't trust you, but just yeah. 60 seconds. They're, they're already started. I'm at 55, 54. <laughs> Look, I'm, in, I'm giving you seconds. <laughs> so we're in the Adams family household, right? I'm Ghostface Killer. I'm going after the supernatural team. What the supernatural team doesn't have going for them is the fact that they don't know who the hell I am. They just meet me in the house. I'm okay. Oh my God, I'm lost. There's crazy things going on in this house. There's a slide that goes to treasure. There's a dude who has, who's just a hand. Like, well, I need your guys' help. He starts separating them one by one. It's like, look, this is what I found over here. And they're trying to, cause you know, these guys, they go to investigate things on their own at times and everything. Bobby's a loner. So they're all doing their own things. And he's just picking them off one by one. And what they also don't know is that I'm more than one person. So oh. while I got, I got me over here taking one. I got another one on the other side just stabbing them in the back. Each of them gets taken out in each room separately. Divide and conquer, baby. Just like in the thing. And bam! Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Did I pull that off in the, in the nick of time, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I your get first to... bam was on, but your second bam got cut off. Do, I, do okay. I get to offer any rebuttal to that? I, I do have something to say about that. Well, our judges, oh. Jason and Matt, will decide, do, do you think I fairly took out five in a row, or do we need to have a 60-second rebuttal? Be because mm. I would like to mention, I don't know if this is allowed, but I would like to mention <laughs> that with Ghostface, the call comes from within the house. So one of these guys is probably a Ghostface. I don't know right. if that's allowed, but that's a good point. Yeah, like one, of the, <laughs> one of the potential victims could be Ghostface. Therefore, negating a victim, but that could be just a. Uh, I mean, that's that's the beauty of having two ghost faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. It's true. And then they oh, but then they always kill each other. So <clears throat> damn. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that, that's 
I ran out of time, so I didn't get to kill myself at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I am feeling a little woozy. <laughs> I, this, is, this is hard, Jason. What do you think? Uh, it is really hard because on the one hand, I, I don't believe that Ghostface would ever kill more people than Samara could. On the other hand, George brought up a really good point using the environment that they're in with all the weird stuff that exists in the Adams Family house. So I mm. do really like that argument. I yeah. do like that he used the house for it. <laughs> and we have like four or five <laughs> screen movies worth of, of him slash them slash her killing people in a regular house. Now, if they were friggin' fun slides and spinny walls and shit like that, I think, I think, although what would be awesome, and George didn't really speculate, or George didn't really speculate on which this was, if it was a Scooby-Doo type of situation where Ghostface Killer did not realize that it was the Adams Family house, and he was trying to stab people, but then walls would be switching, and he's, whoa, it's the other room. <laughs> I'd watch that movie, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost want to vote for the Adams Family House itself to be the, the one with the highest. <laughs> <laughs> like a, both the killers and the whole... Like a mix of Amityville here. Horror House and right. Adams Family, like the Adams Family Horror House. Yeah, and you, if it was a movie, and it was just like straight up murder well That's i fun. think george has some really good points but i think rumi has a point that he didn't really hit super hard but it's a supernatural like his 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 killer and his situation is a supernatural one and it's really hard to escape that if you follow the rules of the movie you know or, or the mm -hmm. rules of the, the mythos of the franchise mm -hmm. whereas george has mythos and everything too but it's very reality based even though mm -hmm. his, his his victims are not necessarily so I don't, it's actually, when you started talking, I thought it was going to be cut and dry, but now I'm not so sure. Mm -hmm. Also, I think Rumi's excitement was killing me, so that's <laughs> like the extra point to that. It's, it's interesting because in kind of preparing for this, I was like, what would happen if Samara went against the Winchester crew? And Aaron's point of Sam and Dean are going to watch that tape together right away. Yeah. Is yeah. exactly what I was thinking too. So it's. And, and that's probably the two the best hitters. So. That's probably, yeah, that's the two heaviest hitters on, on his crew. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's tough. Ooh. I might, I might want to hear rebuttals. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Tell us more shit. Because this is, this is pretty tough. All right. Damn, I didn't see that happening. Oh, man. This negated okay. my five kills. Just <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron. I'll put 60 seconds on the clock. Okay. Go. So even if you have the Winchester brothers are gone, Castro. Oh, no, no, no. no. Stop, stop. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry, cancel. Sorry. I'll, I'll cancel this. What happened? So we're just going against each other now. Right. Oh. Your, your right. tape or your killer versus oh. killer. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Please. All right. <laughs> All right, go. So, even if the scream guy, Ghostface, whichever one it is, maybe it's Bobby, he pulls off the mask, it's Bobby, he's killed everybody else. And he goes and he finds this tape lying on the floor of the Adams family house. And he goes to pop it in the VCR and the VCR comes alive and bites his hand off. Then the tape's still playing and Samara's coming out of the TV 
grabbing Bobby Ghostface or whoever it's going to be and just crawls down his throat. He's puking up the water and he's like, oh God, uh, and then light shoots out of his eyes and he gets sucked back into the TV and then the Adams come in, sit down and they watch uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Done. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Beverly Hillbillies and the Ding that really pushed that argument right. over the top. Sold. <laughs> <clears throat> Ten seconds to spare. Just sit there and look pretty. Ten doing a good job <laughs> all right all right i like that that was a good attempt 60 seconds okay my timer has started 10 seconds have passed as of now okay so you're samara you got your ring tape i'm gonna give you the fact that both guys watch the tape and seven days pass and they die i've just given you that how am I going to win this? Oh, wait, there's a sequel where people get revenge. Ghostface does not die. Ghostface is an inherited thing who gets to come back. And now that they see what happens to the person who dies, they're not going to watch that tape. They are going to destroy the tape. <laughs> and then they get to go home and keep on getting rid of more people. What's that, 20 seconds left? Boom. Damn. Boom. Cut me a little deep there, man. Lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, are, right. we, are we judges? Are we rebutting now, or are we uh, judging? Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think, Hawk? Uh, I mean, George's point that there's more than one ghost face is is a good one. Um. So, are we talking about like? ghost face in general or are we talking about like these two specific ones that we've been working with since the beginning of this argument is i guess kind of like the weird question that we can't answer so it's negated or or entertained it's it i, are, I don't know are we taking out the think. canon of scream <laughs> <laughs> violence I think we got to leave. I think we got to, let's keep it in the, I say allow it because it's mm -hmm. part of what, like just to keep the conversation going and it's, yeah. it's a good point. Um, the re I think the both rebuttals were strong enough that it didn't really help push us too hard. It didn't push me <laughs> too hard one way or another. True. I think, um, I think Aaron and George need to arm wrestle. <laughs> and Aaron's, Aaron, Aaron's got a Freddy glove behind him. Oh, hold so, on. I had to get my hat so I could have my, my over-the-top moment like Sylvester. Yeah. <laughs> over the top, Dad. Over the top. Um, I'm going to go... I, I have to put my money someplace. I'm going to put my money on Ghostface and George because I think that they're not... The victims are not prepared for that type of assault. I don't think they're ready for that. I think there's more... There's more situation, like George said, especially in the Adams Family house where people are going to be separated and they're going to be concerned about investigating stuff, figuring out the house, and all that nonsense while Ghostface Killer is Ghostface Killing. And then Rumi, it's, I mean, it's a very narrow margin, but Rumi's guys are paranormal guys investigating paranormal things. I'm giving those victims better odds than them getting killed by a serial killer. All right, let's see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the argument of like the 
splitting everybody up inside the Adams family house kind of has my vote. So I think I have to vote for George. It's close, right? Like it is not as decisive. George, I wish that your rebuttal would have been the way that you get rid of the curse is to show the tape to someone else. And there's definitely no way that anyone who was ghost face at any point would have qualms with killing another person to stay alive. I mean, that's, oh, yeah, that's the sure. funny thing about yeah. Samara's curse is that it's very easily negated through yeah. a relatively small action. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think George has my vote. Good, good fight, man. Hopefully. That was fun. I, I that just was love, tough. I love d- during like Matt's little dissertation of like who gets to win. <laughs> Aaron, you're just like swiveling in your chair, like, it's like this. This better be going to me. I'm your boy. Like we do a show together. And I was gonna tell you, I like, know where I you just, live. <laughs> like an angry Stevie Wonder. Rumi is so excited, and that's why I love to do our show with him because, like, even if he said what he's saying is utter bullshit and I don't agree with it, it's still super fun to hear him say it because he's just like this six foot tall puppy who's just so excited about everything and it's hard to argue with that that's it's hard to argue against that hell yeah man i agree there's a lot of passion man a lot of passion it wasn't easy all right at least you know what i bring now all right all right now now how do we get into the next round lay it out so switching it up now so the two people who won the last round will go against each other and the two people who lost their rounds will go against each other so i get to go against you matt good luck yeah, I know you're gonna need it. <laughs> oh, you're talking don't, to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't bring that ghost face Adam's family nonsense <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I ain't having it. Wow, you're gonna give me some all crap right. now. You're gonna be like, all right, Matt has uh, the mayor in Jaws. And <laughs> hey, I was I was giving ghost face against Samara. I had to pull that out of my ass. All right. That was a hard one. That was hard. Mm-hmm. Matt has a boogans. All right. <laughs> that would be a good pull. I don't know, Matt. I think you're gonna like this one. All right. You got you got Predator. Oh, I mean, there's really only so many. I'm, I mean, I'm getting some good pulls. I mean, that's good. Oh man, we've done a whole episode about Predator versus people. <laughs> yeah, we, we did you. Predator versus Jason. Remember? Yeah. If we yeah, if we could plug that. If you could listen to our episode about Predator fighting people, <laughs> Predator versus Jason was one of the ones that we were like, this is instant movie or comic book right here. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things. I was like, how has that not happened? True. Yeah, right. I can't be the only idiot who thought about that. <laughs> Get so, on it, IDW. <laughs> so you're Predator. Your location is going to be a fun time because you're at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> 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 okay. And Get them tickets, oh, bro. This is so perfect. Okay. Fair, you're, fair. So you are Predator. You're at Dave and Buster's. And your prey are six angry Karens fully equipped to write a letter and record you on their iPhones. <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, yeah. Six of them? Okay. Six. At That's Dave a lot. And Busters. Yep. You ready? Dang, dog. All right. All right. And our next to catch a predator, 60 seconds now. Entire thing is, is shot from Karen number four's cell phone. So you can see this entire video happens from that POV. Um, Dave and Buster's is one of the coolest places to go. It doesn't matter if you're an adult or a kid. If you're a Karen, you're not playing games. You're standing around bitching about something. So they're, they're ki- oh, and their kids are probably running 
a mess, just havoc all over the place. So Predator looks at killing them first. One kid's like, want some candy? And he's like, no, I gotta go kill your moms. So he goes over, <laughs> he starts just slicing through. And you know, Predator's gonna make that look good. He's got glaive, he's got uh, wrist gauntlets, he's got, he's not even gonna use the smart disc. He's gonna choke out first Karen just cause it's gonna cause panic and be awesome. It's just walking his way through a herd of complainers. Cause the thing about Karens, Karens won't run. Karens will stay there and stand and fight. Well, they'll argue and fight. They're gonna all record this on their cell phone. They're all gonna be yelling. He's not even gonna take trophies till the end. And then, you know what? He will take the cell phones as trophies, not the skulls. He's and gonna time. kill all. <laughs> that was actually a good place to end. That sounds good. <laughs> I like that. Takes the, the cell phones as trophies. Now I'm imagining a, a predator with iPhones all around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining with the hands attached, like yeah, yeah. around. <laughs> Get a bag full of like angry Yelp reviews dangling from his hip, like a mesh bag. Of angry Yelp <laughs> oh man, that's dude. That's a good one. I'm afraid to see what I have. Um. All right. I have the thing. Oh. Okay. Match up. All right. This All is right. like Captain the Ice came from space, not Benjamin Grimm, right? Yeah, like we're talking like the the thing with like John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. So we're not doing classic thing. We're not doing whatever happened afterwards. Okay. Just that one. Even though like the sequel prequel same power set. So. Sure. All right, all right, I can do this, I can do this. The Thing, as we all know, The Thing can take on any shape and form. And so in turn, The Thing can just become Karen number seven. Oh! And then start pitting the Karens against each other. And what's, what's worse than a Karen going against the world than a Karen going against herself? So now while it, it has all the Karens just recording one another and writing letters to I guess there's significant others. <laughs> it just starts, it'll take out one one of their children. And then that Karen's like, oh no, where's Toby? Karen gone. And then one by one, we're just taking out a Karen left and right. One Karen gets topped in a ball pit. One Karen is being shoved in a coin machine. Another Karen's being left in souvenirs with a stuffed animal shoved down her throat. Thing just takes out every Karen. Three, two, one. <clears throat> See, this I don't know if this is hard. loud, but here's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, shots fired. <laughs> just like this a game's Karen super would. hard because I just want to. I, I just want to argue it now. That's a great. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny. Like when the sixty seconds ends, that's when it's like, oh, I should have said this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh man this is tough because i mean they're both really strong cases for killing everybody but the predator is just so efficient <laughs> so and the, the thing about the the good thing about a predator fighting a karen is the karens get incensed about it they get so upset <laughs> the karens will be so mad that it's happening and they'll really just like so i think as if i was watching this movie i would enjoy the fact that they were getting so riled up whereas the thing you didn't mention any paranoia coming in so they were just kind of like getting taken out unaware that it was happening like he walks up and he's like mommy i want some pizza and she's like hold on i'm 
I'm twittering right now and <laughs> and the thing could have taken the kid but the paranoia of the distrust that comes in the Karens is what really would play into the thing and I don't know if the I, I don't know if watching the thing take over Karens as it was described might have that that paranoia and that satisfaction of their um their their anger getting riled up what do you think Jason sure. I yeah I mean the the thing that Matt brought up of like the Karens are not gonna run, they're gonna huddle around and and be upset and and you know like offended at this thing like killing them. You know what I mean? I think that is a really a really good point. I, I mean, it's so hard because both arguments are really good, and I I really want to see like the thing versus the predator in a Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the Karens, but um, I, I'm kind of leaning towards Matt. Sorry, George. Sorry, George. Yeah, can't win, I think you can't win I think all. just 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 satisfaction of of watching a predator clean the skull of a Karen would be pretty <laughs> rock and roll. I <laughs> shot through the right. iPhone of camera. Uh, yeah. Before. yeah, that also <laughs> was a good my point. Favorite part. Yeah. Oh God, I would be. I would love to see that. But George, I will give you, you use the environments very well. I do say yeah. you, you're very good about pulling your, your environments, the ball pit, maybe. <laughs> you <laughs> know me, a good place to kill somebody. I already won, I think, so I'll, I'll, I don't mind giving George an idea. But the mm -hmm. cool thing about having the Karens be taken by thi the thing is he could, or it could infiltrate. So the fight, it wouldn't necessarily be a fight where it was physically hurting them. But once one Karen was a thing, that Karen would be Karening at the other ones and start some sh some drama with them, and then all of a sudden there'd be a Karen battle because slowly they'd be infiltrating and taking over the group. So there was just one human Karen left, and all those Karens would be like, internet trolling and stuff about her. You know what I mean? They'd be like talking shit to other friends that weren't even at David Buster's. They'd be like, "You won't believe how Karen's playing. Karen number one is playing skee ball." Just like, "Bitch, I'm the only human here." <laughs> Because what's a worse how... death than, than, than an online death, right? Yeah, that's true, especially for Karen's, right? right? Think about in the thing how it infiltrated Outpost 31. It was the dog, right? Yeah. To infiltrate Dave and Buster's, it'll be a little kid, and then they hear this noise from the ball pit, and they go over, and it's the kids in the ball pit, and all the, like, one of them's head opens up, and, like, tentacles are, like <laughs> killing all the kids, and, like, Karen number three runs over with a homemade flamethrower of hairspray and her lighter and just, <laughs> <laughs> just the kid sprouts giant arms that break through the Dave and Buster's roof and just goes outside. <laughs> yeah, get that awesome. on your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love the idea of it becoming a Karen number seven. Yeah. And, and kind of like worming its way in that way. Like that's I mean, they were both really good arguments, but like I would definitely watch both those movies. Oh, totally. And I'm actually glad that the victory came early because as much as I love the Predator, I don't think one Predator could take on the, the thing. I don't know if we're allowed to jump into this, this side note here, but I think oh, the, the Predator needs a straight yeah. on fight. And I think if the thing tried to get the Predator, especially if the Predator was hunting or doing something else, I don't know that the Predator, at least any Predator that I've read about or seen thus far, mm -hmm could catch on that quick to that sort of infiltration. He's looking for a fight. He's not expecting to literally be taken yeah. over by someone. Yeah. Yeah. The end of that, Dave yeah. And There's Buster's definitely that cerebral warfare. Fire. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buster's on fire, burnt to the ground. You got the one predator sitting there sipping JMB, and another predator walks out of the, of the cloud of smoke, and they sit down and they just share the bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, guess we'll see, I guess we'll see what happens. Guess we'll see yeah. what happens. Yes. I think just on paper when I read it, it's like that just looks wonderful. Like Predator, <laughs> yeah. predator David totally. Buster's Six Angry Karens. It's like, oh my God. Totally. I would watch. I mean, that's a robot chicken sketch waiting right? to happen, right? Oh, honestly. <laughs> we know honestly. a couple of people. We'll get on that. That's, uh, I mean, <laughs> all right. I would still, I would watch all of these movies or vignettes or, or anything. And, and, and I know um, a lot of our fans will send us artwork. If anybody listening to this wants to send artwork about any of this, I know we will post the hell out of it because we oh, love yeah. Oh, yeah, so for sure. Wants Likewise. To draw this, if any of you guys are artistic, I know like at least half of the people in this room are artistic. I am not, but I will look at stuff like crazy. <laughs> yeah, and the FM fans are so many of them paint and do special effects makeup and everything. It's like, it's I can only imagine what the fans will come up with after hearing these things. Yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Are our next combatants ready? Yes. Ready. Who's going first? Good question. Flip that coin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do it this way. Since on my screen, Jason, you're up top, and mm -hmm. Aaron, you're on the bottom, I'll put you as Jason Heads, Aaron Tails. All right. Okay. Flip it. Aaron Tails. Ah, all right. <laughs> So, right. so I, I, I choose which side of the field I want to start or defer? Like. Uh, you, yeah, if you want, you could do that. Don't, don't act like you know about sports. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no one in this room knows anything about sports. No, I'll go first. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I play Monster League football. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I totally owned it on Sega Genesis. Face <laughs> Wars was a jam. <laughs> All right. Aaron? Yeah. You are... Kayoko from The Grudge. You keep on getting these. I was waiting for like Jason to get one of these characters. <laughs> yeah, they're some of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> but in turn, you know them well, so. I should have deferred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so you're Kayoko. You are in Dracula's Castle. And your prey is Buffy the Vampire Slayer and her friends. Or Buffy and friends. Oh. So that means she has Willow, the Scooby, the Scooby Crew, <laughs> Scooby, okay. yeah, right? The the new age Scooby Crew. So yeah, you got Buffy, <laughs> Willow, Xander, Cordelia, and Giles. Buffy, Willow, Buffy, Willow, Xander. Cordelia. Oh, and to make it clear on here, it's Willow with magical powers. Willow. So this is uh, like near the, end, near the end of the series. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Timer. All right. 60 seconds on the clock. Wait. So the Buffy and the Scooby crew are coming to Dracula's castle to kill Dracula, but there's no Dracula's here. So when they go down in the basement and they're kicking armadillos out of the way and they open the casket and there's nothing there, there's a little grudge kid behind him going, Meow. oh shit. And that makes them scatter. They're like, oh no. So, you know, Buffy is a very hard combatant, but the little grudge kid can sneak up out of shadows. He can appear in, sh in shower curtains. He can appear in your throat, out the back of your head while you're taking a shower. And once you've been in Dracula's castle, once you've been inside the home, that kid can follow you home anywhere. And he will take each one of them out in, at his own leisure, at his own time. He doesn't even need to do it at the castle. He can take any amount Ten of- seconds. 
space, time, anything he needs to do, he will find you. If there's a little bit of shadow in the corner, something out of the corner of your eye moves, boom, he's got you. And time. That was a good one. That was I, tough. That was tough because I don't know him that well. But <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, I did see the movie and, and the remake. So. All right. Jason, let's see who you got. You got Alien from oh. Alien. <laughs> Damn it. So just to recap, you're in Dracula's castle <laughs> and you're going after Buffy and friends. Okay. I, I saw a note, on this paper, it says Buffy N friends. <laughs> <laughs> 60 seconds on the clock go okay i'm on board with aaron with the beginning they're at dracula's castle to kill dracula she is a vampire slayer that's their whole thing they have Good. never encountered anything even remotely close to the xenomorph before that thing has tricks all over its body it's got the second mouth it's got its tail it's got its acid blood the scooby gang these kids are not prepared for a xenomorph it in the castle it's got all kinds of different places to hide because that was the biggest thing in alien was it was picking them all off slowly even if there were other people in the room there's just crevices because they don't know its biology and they don't know what this thing is they're probably going after it like it's a vampire or other sort of like terrestrial supernatural Ten seconds. creature they don't have anything like they don't use like guns or oh. I'm, i mean willow could summon fire that is time they're not ready <laughs> <laughs> they're not ready they're not ready i would watch that that special buffy episode though for sure <laughs> alien in a gothic castle yeah. i mean as jarring as it is at first, it fits so well thematically and you mm -hmm. know, aesthetically. Oh, totally. Seriously. Yeah. Because all those like holes. hidden corridors that, because Dracula's castle is always changing too. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it can, that alien can go anywhere. And there's more, probably more of a chance of the alien figuring stuff out in that castle than before they ever do. Just because it's, it's always going through every crevice. Like that's how it was in the ship. It was going through all the ducks and everything. Mm -hmm. I guess imagine it coming through like a painting or like through a, a brick. I don't know where it's like a brick just moves and all of a sudden alien bam <laughs> <laughs> like in dead space or something yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> oh you're in the bell tower and suddenly you like hear all this noise and all the bats come down and you're like ah bats 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 but underneath the bats in the shadows alien drops down and gets you while you're trying to get bats out of your head why am i helping her i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of wondering that <laughs> that's an awesome scene that you just did but i love the beginning of that scene where the alien is like hey can you guys scoot over a little bit and the bats like look at each other they don't know what to do so he's like no no now now crunch in like you go over here yeah, go over you go over yeah. now we practice this gang, come on guys we when the scooby gang comes you go first you just fly around i don't care where you go you can come right back after i'll leave i'll leave your house now. your your belfry night uh, Matt, who do you think got this? I want to say Jason right out of the gate, but I feel that she is underestimating Buffy and Crew's ability to fight. And yes, I think, like, I'm not the biggest Buffy guy, but I can't think of a specific enemy that they face that's similar to Buffy, uh, similar, similar to the alien. But they fight demons and vampires and, and stuff that is not only powerful, but 
um, supernatural and magical and stuff. Yeah, yeah, much the like alien, the supernatural crew, they fight almost every monster. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like it, it wouldn't be the craziest, most jarring thing for them. I think they can adjust to that, especially when they have powers. Like they like Buffy is a Slayer. Willow has magic. Um, did you say the, Seth Green was there? Was there a werewolf? No, in no, the no werewolf. Yeah, sucker. Yeah. A little we're we're past past season three, but just there enough so we still have Willow Powers and Giles alive. I think I I I don't know that that turns the tide. What do you think? Because uh, that's the like you got you mentioned like Buffy's a Slayer, Willow has powers, Giles is kind of like this endless almanac of like information. Mm-hmm. You know, like he just knows everything. He's getting eaten first. You know? I mean, he's. I say, well, I think Xander, useless Xander, like he's oh, out. Enough. Like what the yeah. heck? Xander's cannon fodder. You know? Yeah, fair, that's fair enough. That's true. He he's going to be missing two you know? of yeah, For anything, <laughs> I'd say between Xander and Cordelia, because I feel like Cordelia didn't become like worth anything until she went to like the a- Angels show and then she mm-hmm. started pulling her weight, you know? But like in Buffy, between her and Xander, I can see them just being like right. the example of like, all right, this is how that the alien kills. All right, now we can see its weaknesses. Yeah, like, they learn. They, they, the they learn those. Both those two off as learning experiences. Yeah. <laughs> you all. Every friend group you have has a learning experience. Like where, the, when that one gets killed, that's when you start to formulate your defense plan. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I gotta say, I liked, I like what Aaron came with though. The fact that if for some reason they leave this castle, which would be lucky as hell if they pull that off with that labyrinth of a of a building, there's no escaping the thing like you can have you can escape the alien in some format because it is a physical being but the fact that kayoko isn't and it's just once it is it gets in contact with your life mm. you're screwed that's it yeah, yeah like i've we've seen all the movies i haven't seen any way to stop that thing from coming after you there yeah, is zero yeah, weaknesses yeah. you right. burn the house okay we'll find another house <laughs> that's true. you know like the last one we saw which if anyone heard our one of our last podcasts on famous monsters we reviewed the the most current grudge and while we may not have enjoyed it that much that thing traveled overseas mm. like it came to america and yeah. we had a whole new set it's like all right so there's yeah. just nothing as long as you're bound to earth i guess i don't know maybe if kyoko goes to space we'll see what happens then <laughs> <laughs> aliens like i got this i got this yeah <laughs> i mean if you give us rebuttal i don't think i don't think the xenomorph can beat kyoko uh, what do you think, Matt? Is it rebuttal time? <laughs> like, I, I think I have a winner, honestly, for me. But all right, go ahead, go ahead. Like for me, I, I, I think I'm gonna lean towards Aaron, personally. See, I'm leaning too, but I don't know if I'm ready to throw. Oh. Can we rebut? Can we have a rebuttal? Yeah. All right. Let's see, you guys. You asked rebuttal. for it, Rumi. All right. Who's going first on the rebuttal? Mm. Uh, we'll go in the same order again. Okay. So sixty so, seconds. Go. Xenomorph has slaughtered the Scooby crew and you know b- b- Xander's eye patch is dripping from his jaws and uh, he, Xenomorph turns around there's a little boy and the little boy goes Meow. and the Xenomorph <laughs> walks up and tries to grab the little boy and it just disappears in his hand and the Xenomorph's an animal he doesn't have a lot of calculations in his head so he's not quite sure what's going on so the xenomorph moves on with his day and he's terraforming the earth getting ready for the queen aliens and more xenomorph takeover but every now and then out of the corner of his eye a little boy and like pops out gets him and before you know it that xenomorph's just got nightmares in his mind of a little like pale ass boy just being like "Ah," and crawling on the ceiling like crawling down the stairs backwards and that xenomorph finally gets taken down from his own insanity if 
an animal can go insane, you will see it in the xenomorph. With 10 seconds to spare. I'm gonna start you, calling you Johnny 10 seconds, man. Can you just <laughs> can you just do the impression for the last 10 seconds? Yeah, because what was it again? The, the, what? Oh no, no, we want the boy. We want the boy. <laughs> yeah, the boy. Oh, you want the, the boy? boy. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of the argument every time. Yeah. <laughs> I want someone put him in, please someone superimpose him in the movie. Ruby, you could do that. Put you in just yeah, in one scene. Yourself. I just want to see that. <laughs> Oh, you're kidding. I'm a, I have Jen in the office right now. Jen, work on this now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Raise, I'm going to be. 60 seconds. <laughs> Go. Okay. So I would argue that the curse that Kayako and Toshio, that's the little boy's name, uh, the curse that they spread is spread mostly through fear. Um, sort of like similar to Samara's videotape curse. It's a fear-based thing. I don't think the xenomorph has fear in the true sense of how humans experience it. Um, like Aaron was saying, it's a very, very different physiology. Um, we've seen that they work a little bit more sort of like the high format, like ants. A regular xenomorph drone is not going to experience that type of fear um, that Kayako and Toshio usually kill through. Um, I mean, we don't even know if it can see them. So I don't think- That is time. I, I stopped looking at the timer because I was like, I was actually engulfed in what you're saying. I was like, yeah, yeah. Keep, it's like, keep going. Cause she knows the names of the monsters. Yeah. I didn't even know that the little boy had a different name. See, she even, she knew, she knew her stuff. Yeah. Erin yeah. Wynn, she didn't do any impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I had no visual representation of what anything looked like. <laughs> oh, that was, that's a good fun, point. Fun fact though. Jason often meows on the Famous Monsters podcast. It's true. I meow a whole lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> my spouse and I, like, instead of arguing, we end up just meowing at each other, which is actually a thing that Holly witnessed <laughs> when I went and saw her. Yeah. Like, we, we got into an argument, and she's like, are you guys meowing at each other? And I'm like, oh, yeah, people don't regularly <laughs> i'm gonna try that and yeah i mean it's i don't know what the best result would be but man I I, we're gonna have some confused wives later today okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah i've done yeah, it with my like, wife she just meows back yeah because usually it's yeah. just like well meow 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 yeah then meow 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 <laughs> Yeah, like I, I've I done it with Jen. Gonna... Jen's just like, "Oh, a fun game, okay." <laughs> and it's like, "No, meow, 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 meow." Yeah, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> this is a horror podcast. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna try it with my wife, but I think I'm gonna end up sleeping on the couch. I mean, she's, she's gonna, gonna... <laughs> yeah, she's gonna hiss at you. Yeah. Ah, this is a tough one, man. I like that. Uh, I like Jason's comeback. I think that was really good. That's that was a very good point. Because I, I was at first, I'm thinking Aaron's like, yeah, Aaron's got this. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I, I'm thinking at first, like, imagine what it would look like seeing an alien just lose its shit, just like kind of go yeah, crazy yeah. and become like paranoid. Like, what does a paranoid big alien look like? I just imagine it's just like cause like just being so scared and like not knowing what to do. And George wins <laughs> impression. <laughs> like, like, 
because like you said before it's like the boy disappears you know Kaku yeah. disappears like it can attack all at once but it's attacking nothing mm-hmm. and so just having eventually it would have like that frustration and paranoia but I, I love that Jason the fact that since it is so animalistic and it does mm-hmm. work like an insect like a drone they don't have like feelings like that. as far as we know scientifically there's no feelings yeah. you know with those kind of creatures right so it would probably just keep on attacking not even knowing what it's doing it's like oh if, if it disappears like i got another one got- <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i don't know so what is it like a war of, uh, well hmm my, i guess my right, question I'm, I'm would be like to- does Ka- does kayako kill the alien is that our, 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 our bottom line now? That's our standard? We're not even worried about the Buffy crew anymore? Not even. They didn't make it. <laughs> in either situation? Okay. In either, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking... The thing is, you never bag. really see... Like, you never really see how the grudge kill. Like, you see it happening, and then it usually... They find the body. There isn't a lot of times where you see physical violence happening. If, correct if, me if I'm wrong. If anybody remembers a better version of this movie where a murder the, happens the on screen. The only thing I can think that, that would imply like physical harm, because a lot of times the body just disappears and the person yeah. is never seen again. Um, there is a part in the first grudge uh, where a girl has her jaw ripped off. Mm. But that's the only thing I can think of. And like, if you're gonna rip the alien's jaw off, it has a second mouth, and it's gonna yeah. pass it all over the place. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, because the thing is, I I don't Ooh. know if the Grudge can kill a xenomorph, but at the same time, I don't know if the xenomorph cares about the yeah, Grudge ghost. Yeah, that that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what when you when you get to the very last level there, what is happening? And I can't. Ooh. Like, it would have to be one of like the the really early versions of the aliens like from like the like Covenant and stuff like Prometheus and Covenant what movie are you like, talking about? The, the alien movies like Alien Covenant yeah, like gotta, alien, I, I, I'm gonna go I don't, I don't believe alien in this conversation three, <laughs> alien I remember those that's what I'm saying like in order for it, the curse to work it would have to be one of those and not like the drone. You know what I mean? Oh. So. Erin <laughs> wins because she's talking about Covenant. <laughs> she's referencing that as canon, so I'm going to play a flute for Erin's victory. <laughs> oh, damn. I, obviously, I was picking Erin in the beginning, but now with the rebuttals, I, I, I might have been swayed the other way. See, I'm, I think I'm, I was the inverse. I think oh, really? I was on Team Jason until, and it's hard, but I think I'm leaning Aaron for the supernatural. Damn. But it's like, we're, we're getting down to like, we got to get a scientist involved to talk about. So, so do, <laughs> do, do we call it a tie and then, and then the, the next round? Arm wrestle. Arm wrestle. <laughs> There's not been enough arm wrestling in, the, in this show. It really hasn't. <laughs> I, I think I'm going Aaron by like a razor's edge, but it's just because we're roommates. <laughs> no, no, it's just because we were roommates 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that initial argument was good. Like I, I want to give it to him. 
but it's the, knowing that like they can't actually kill each other. I'm giving it to Jason because because I don't think the Jasons. I don't think I don't think the Xenomorph is scared. Yeah, I, I, that that one meal. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's a good. It's a good fight. All right, well, if Aaron says that I think Jason is the victor. Then I think we can we can yeah. award that, right? Yeah, yeah. See, look at that. <laughs> we have honor. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. Uh, if we hadn't done the rebuttals, my vote would have absolutely been for Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> that was like Damn, the best good. talk See, that we and, had, I think. And I asked for the rebuttal because I thought it, <laughs> I thought for sure that argument was was solid. But then she had man. See, like, and if I had just left it alone. See, that's did me. you listen to it and you're like, no yeah. wait, I'm a loser. That was me just wanting to like <laughs> slather on some icing to my argument. I really pulled that rebuttal out of absolutely nowhere. Like going into the rebuttal, I was like, what even am I going to say? Because I think Kayako gets it, but uh, <sighs> get on your feet. Yeah. But that's good. the thing. Like I knew that if those, like if the ring or the grudge was going to be in a round that you were a part of, you were going to know your stuff. <laughs> like I knew um, that. Yeah. The, the grudge and the ring are like, almost up there with like my favorites like almost to the point of like the exorcist like not uh, in quality but it just in like i'm i'm a sucker for it yeah. and i love it what did you and think of samara versus kiako i haven't actually watched it but i've read about it and it sounds so insane like it sounds like everything i've ever wanted because it, it seems like they just kind of like dumped gasoline on the whole thing um set it on fire and then cranked it up to 11 because i think they re reduced the the videotape curse time down to two days from seven which is like nothing and then i mean bonkers. yeah it's bonkers they can't beat each other right they just fuse right yeah, I mean, it's much like oh, it's it, like Dragon Ball Z fusion. Yeah, it's 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 bonkers. <laughs> uh, worth watching for sure. You know, I've watched it with people. I, I've seen it twice. People, some the first group I watched with loved it. They were like, "Oh my god, it's so crazy!" Mm -hmm. And they're like, "Oh man, it's like it's just like like you said, it's fireworks. It's a fire." Uh -huh. And then the next group that I watched it with hated it, and they're like, "Yeah, it's fire, a dumpster fire." Boo! <laughs> I didn't like it at all. But Wait, like, I don't think they got it. You watched yeah. it twice. I saw it twice. You got four days to live, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it started out as like an April Fool's joke that then turned into a real thing. So like, yeah. what kind of expectations can you have for it? Yeah. Well, That's it's like right. bringing it full circle back to what George started with. Freddy versus Jason, we've wanted that for, well, you know, at the time, we've wanted <laughs> that for so long. And they crafted it in such a way that it wasn't just the two of them fighting. They gave each of them decent motivation, decent story, mm -hmm. and they put them just like we've done today. They kind of put them in that that arena, that world with all these these um, collateral damage victims that you're kind of want Freddy to kill these people, you want Jason to kill these people, and then when they finally do clash, it's that it, it's that climax, the climax of the movie that you like really wanted to have. So. Mm -hmm. That's uh, those those movies are fun, man. When you get when you get a good one like that, that builds. You got the victim, the body count, and then you get to the to the final battle grudge match. Yeah, can I say? Can we revel in the moment? The fact that Buffy the Vampire Slayer was a part of a grudge situation, and Sarah Michelle Gellar plays the oh, character right. in both the movie yeah, and yeah, the yeah, show. I was wondering who would point that out. <laughs> like I, I was waiting for that too. It's like no one's gonna say this. <laughs> it's like she has no chance. She doesn't survive. <laughs> That's uh, true. All right. I, fa I failed. I missed, I missed that mark. <laughs> so 
we gave that to Jason, right? Mm -hmm. I think now it's time for Team FM to go against each other. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Let's see what we got. Uh, or shall we decide? I think you just go first since okay. you won that round. Okay. That works. That works for me. You get Chucky. Ooh. And this will be, you know, uh, the regular Chucky, like from back in the eighties, nineties. Right. So not not new robotic Chucky. Not covenant Chucky, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I don't, are. I don't know if it was Teddy Bear Chucky though. <laughs> Cuddle Chucky. <laughs> so you're Chucky. Your location is the Chopping Mall from nice. the movie Chopping Mall. Mattress King? Yes. <laughs> and your prey shall be the Walking Dead crew, which consists of Glenn, Rick, Michonne, Daryl, and Carol. Now, just so we're clear on the Chopping Mall, it appears that the drones are not active Damn. but but can be activated if you have someone who has the know-how to, to use technology oh. oh this is why you need covenant chucky <laughs> <laughs> that would have changed the tides he would have hacked everybody yeah oh all right so let's see here get the clock up 60 seconds you ready your, I eyes, your eyes tell me no, but the clock says yes, and go. <laughs> okay, so when it comes to the Walking Dead crew, what are they used to? They're used to zombies. That's a very obvious, easily identified threat. You have a very clear line of action of like how to get rid of zombies. That's what they're used to. They're not expecting a doll which doesn't look out of place in a mall, even remotely. So he's able to go around and blend in. No one, like even Michonne, like as good as she is with her sword, she's not gonna expect a little doll to come up behind her and get the drop on her with what, cause he he's sort of like whatever weapons, right? Like mostly a knife, but he's used a hammer before. He has the element of surprise. Um, not to mention, even if someone oh, works to and like that is time. Okay. okay. Element of surprise. Okay. Right. I love I love the he uses whatever he uses whatever weapons. And I'm imagining like the stats, you know, like height, <laughs> two foot one, you know, uh, uh, powers, demonic possession, mm -hmm. weapons. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Dot, dot, dot. He yeah. used that hammer once. Dot, dot, yeah. dot. <laughs> it's like, whatever fits in this. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Here's, a, here's a big secret. I'm not that big of a Chucky fan. <laughs> whatever. I don't know that much about it. <laughs> whatever. But he's a redhead. <laughs> Redheads unite. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> You're like, not on this one. All right, let's see what I got. Okay, I have the mummy. Mm. Which mummy? Apparently, mummy? this is classic mummy. Imhotep. Yeah. So, like, I don't think I'm Brendan Fraser mummy. You know, sandstorm, Ronan stuff kind of thing. I'm just like 
Too bad. Boris Karloff <laughs> style. Yeah. All right. Okay. 60 seconds. We're on. Okay. So, I'll be honest. <laughs> this, this doesn't look good. This... <laughs> but what we're all forgetting is that Hemotep, or what was his name? I can't remember his name now. But Hemotep. Hemotep, yeah. Like he had the power to persuade and pretty much hypnotize his, his, uh, his prey. So, I can see him taking over Michonne and Carol and bringing them over to him and then using them against the others, against Glenn, Rick, and Daryl. And we've seen how effective those two are. They're survivors. And if we've watched the show, we know that Glenn is, he's a dire, and so is Rick. All right? <laughs> uh, dire or, never mind, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm creating a new terminology. <laughs> All right. All right, they're not survivors, okay? So I think by using them against each other, he will use the ladies to kill them off. And then the fact that he's immortal, he can't die. Well, my turn. Hope that does it. <laughs> All right, judges. So when he's in the, uh, is it Abbott Bay? When he's in the old man form. In mummy form, he's done. I, I don't think you have a chance in hell. Mm. Um, yeah, in mummy form, I don't think he gets to do those powers. I think when he's in the regular human form, he's or wearing his fez. Yeah. yeah, he's got the fez on. Yeah. Um, he's pretty feeble. And I think still kind of, and very out of place in a mall, right? Yeah. Um, Especially an 80s mall. <laughs> and it's tough because if he could hypnotize any one of the Walking Dead crew, they would be very formidable because as we've seen in the Walking Dead show, the only thing that really is their biggest weakness are each other. You know, when they're when they're against each other, when it's human versus human, that's the most dangerous uh, situation they've all run into. Um, and, and Rick didn't die. He got picked up in a helicopter. He's coming back in the movies, baby. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Well, then, Aaron, you got inside sources, all right? Yeah, it's, right. Really yeah, I, it's, it's no fair. I'm glad you didn't get these people. <laughs> I am, too. I was, I was worried when I heard that. I was like, he could do that. Dude, the problem is, if there is the victims, I'd be like, hell no, Walking Dead wins all day. I'd like to yeah. see myself in the own thing. So Chucky, I like the idea of Chucky because the Walking Dead crew is sentimental. They would see a doll and be like, oh, you know, they might even like have an attachment to Chucky before he starts killing them. So he could sneak up on them in a way that, that they might not be expecting. But again, once they figured it out, you know, a crossbow bolt to Chucky is pretty devastating. <laughs> you know, one, one hit from Daryl, uh, uh, Michonne and her katana could take out Chucky pretty quickly. So I'm leaning towards the idea of the hypnotism could give him an advantage but I don't know how many he can kill before they're like, hey, this old man's crazy. Let's kill him. <laughs> kill him twice. Because he'll let, let him be a zombie and then kill him again. Especially if we're going with the original handful of movies. What's Chucky's main motivation? Getting, um, getting get back soul. in the human body. body. Yeah, so he goes to Michonne and he, yeah. <laughs> if he gets in her, boom movie's over or show's over right he's gonna kill everybody he, that's right? as jason was talking that's all i can think that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> yeah, he's gonna wait yeah. till one of them's asleep true. pop 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 yeah, little storm could, in a body yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little composite <laughs> storm up there i think to be dembala give me the power i beg of you <sighs> yeah he gets that ah uh, i feel like the wanna play yeah <laughs> there's 
And then there's the slightly racist comment he makes in the third one about he's switching races. Um, I feel like the 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 drones, the the the, the killbots from Shopping Mall are kind of neutralized in this because I'm assuming that the Walking Dead characters are like mid 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 series, so they're kind of not in society's mind frame. So they, I don't know that they would even think to go check the security robot room. Um, they're not used to beep boop beeps. They're more. They're Artif more Bay is definitely yeah. not a beep boop beeper. Yeah. Chucky, I could. They're more Chucky. like Matts and not unless like Aaron's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a smartphone now. Thank you very much. <laughs> I George knew that I didn't have a smartphone, which was Man, only two years ago. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Chucky too. That's a. That's a hard pull. I think. George, I think you had the strongest argument you could make for that character in this situation with yeah. the manipulation. But I think this the location actually screws you there because he like if they were anywhere else except for an eighties mall, right. he could be like, Yeah, I fit in. But also, even in the human form, he looks like a mummy, you know. Yeah. Also And I they're also Rick used to fighting that sort of shambling, shuffling threat. Also, I've seen Rick Grimes walk into a bar and be like other people are here. Pop, 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 pop. Not anymore. So, like the second that old man was like, "Hello," they they bam. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> thought he was a zombie. My bad. <laughs> All right, Jason. Was a zombie. Well done, Jason. Thank you, George. You had yeah. you had the best argument you could with those cards. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. yeah that, that was that was super home turf advantage on Chucky's part. For sure. <laughs> yeah. As, as you were talking, I'm thinking of ways you can win. <laughs> uh, isn't that the worst? Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, yeah, you got this in the bag. There's so many things you can do. There's. <laughs> well, plus, like, going with, like, classic mummy, like, you don't even get the plague powers. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah. If you had it's Brendan rough. Fraser mummy. Yeah. You know what it was? Yeah. Like, we, I think when we were putting this together, we had, like, we, had, we wanted to make sure we had classics. We had, like, our middle ground and then our newer, new school people. And mm -hmm. we talked about that. And it's just like, man, but how OP is the, the mummy from Brendan Fraser? Yeah. You know, like, even yeah. as much as we weren't big fans of the, the Dark Universe version of the mummy, I mean, these mummies took out towns. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like a whole city is just devastated. It's like, how do you, how do you fight that? <laughs> <laughs> It's tough. Yeah, try to try to not have any omnipotence up in here. But well played, Jason. Well played. All right, are the brothers ready to go against each other? Yeah, ready to take. I vote. I'm a little nervous though because I don't, I don't consider myself an extremely lucky individual in games of chance, and I've already pulled two amazing characters. So I'm trying to think of what bullshit character I'm gonna get. <laughs> and I already took care of the ones that that are are very tricky. I think. Yeah, you've had, yeah. and that's true. You've had some hard pulls. Mm -hmm. So I feel like right now you're gonna have like friggin' I don't know Galactus, and I'm gonna have uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know who would I'll give snarf. you a snarf. <laughs> yeah, do we want of all the characters in pop culture we both pulled the same one? Oh man, George. <laughs> That we were was room ridiculous. We, we were roomies in another life. <laughs> Seriously, of all the characters that we could have pulled. Damn. Oh, man. Now I kind of hope I get snarf. I have a couple good arguments. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to flip on this one. I'm going to let Aaron go first since he has no points on the board, unfortunately. 
Yeah. I'm a loser. Baby. <laughs> Why don't you kill me? All right, let's do this. All right. Damn it, I wanted this one. All right. You are Carol Baskin. Damn. <laughs> Your location is the Wax Museum. And your prey are camp counselors. Ah, oh, man, I really wanted that. All right. I, I don't know so, if anyone's noticed yet, but there are some random things we've thrown in here that are not from regular horror pop culture, just yeah. to switch things up. Karen's and Carol Baskin. All right. So uh, in this Carol Baskin, oh, okay, okay. Campers, campers. and campers. go. So in this Carol Baskin is like almost like a, a super villain she's got these tigers that she has she has like tiger power she can get tigers to murder people and you're in a wax museum and man i just watched crawl this week which is like crocodiles in a house in a flood but let's say these camp counselors are in a wax museum with tigers so you know if you can envision that movie mashup these tigers you don't know because they're they're real you know they're like cats they'll sit really still as Matt knows, he had a cat until you walk past and they're like, and, and bat at you. But when a tiger bats at you, oh my God, seconds. your leg is shredded. So camp counselors are ruined and Carol Baskin is unassuming as we saw from the Tiger King documentary. Everybody's like, oh, she's so nice. And Tiger King was like, oh my God, she's the worst thing ever. And it's hard to tell, but when she's got tigers on her side, I think you're screwed. And as always with time to spare. <laughs> Can we just for a second imagine? So, like, if you guys, anyone listening has not, doesn't know, doesn't know who Carol Baskin is, watch the watch the series Tiger King on Netflix. She runs this like tiger preserve, and one of her super rich husbands disappeared, and there's a lot of speculation that she murdered him slash fed him to tigers. Now, take just take that original situation. I love the idea of Erin making it seem like she supernaturally commands the tigers. And in my mind, they're all in it together. Like, like I know what you did last summering. And one tiger is like, we're going to get caught, man. We we're going to get caught. And everyone else is like, no, if everyone just eats a little bit, we're going to be fine. And he's like, no, but seriously, what if they look for you? Like, Steve, just eat what's on your plate. We'll be fine. <laughs> Steve takes a ti big tiger dump and finds like a wedding ring in there. And he's like, oh. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I just imagined <laughs> Tony the Tiger there the whole time, and he's just like, "It's like, don't worry, guys, I got this. Dude. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Munching on couches. Yeah. One eight, one eight seven. <laughs> that, was, that was poor. Strike that from the record. <laughs> That's it's set in stone. It's too late. All right, all right, Matt. Let's see who you got. Snarf, Matt. snarf, snarf. <laughs> you, you are a werewolf. Nice. Okay. Uh, I can take this. This is overconfident. Where are we? Wax Museum? <laughs> I've seen the movie Waxworks. I know how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> All right. So, werewolf, you are in a wax museum getting camp counselors and go. Okay six or however many camp counselors in an enclosed space where they're out of their element. They're not even at a camp where theoretically they could have bows and arrows and hatches and bullshit. They're just at this wax, wax sculpture, sculptures and statues. A werewolf is gonna decimate them. Uh, a werewolf is not 
a stealth predator. He's not sneaking around. He's not using the shadows. He's just brawling. Berserker just runs in, just mauls everybody apart. I will make this more interesting and say that Carol Baskin and her tigers are there. He mauls through the camp counselors with no problem. I don't know how many seconds I'm at, but the camp counselors are just, just splattered all over the place. And then he starts in on the tigers. And I think he would, I don't know how a group of tigers would work, but I'm assuming he's going to take one or two tigers out pretty quickly. But then I think the tigers will probably kind of work together against the werewolf. And I don't think the werewolf is going to take all the tigers down, but damn, I would watch that. That would be so cool. <laughs> and done. <laughs> so you basically were like uh the werewolf will probably be killed by tigers but i want to watch it <laughs> yeah but I, I won my match and then made a new game that was called beat you worse than you've already been beaten <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's how that worked out for you but sure i'm surprised no one used the camp counselors at their biggest weakness which is their camp counselors and what and what is that? They're always horny. They're they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to the be off in their corners, like hitting hitting each other up. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't even have to use the wax museum's torture chamber to, to, <laughs> to in, for effect either. So yeah. Oh, oh man, it's tough. I I liked that argument though of the control she has over the tigers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Beastmaster-esque, you know? Yeah, yeah. Beastmaster, that's for sure. <laughs> Poison Ivy, but tigers. Uh, what are your thoughts, Jason? Uh, I, it's hard to say, because I, I do like that <laughs> Matt went the route of, like, their camp counselors, the werewolf isn't going to try to be stealthy. He's just going to tear through them, because that's the same thing that Jason Voorhees does because he's the one that usually picks off the camp counselors. Um, so that's an interesting parallel. Um, but it, I, I, I don't know if one werewolf could get more done than multiple tigers. Yeah. Now she has like 300 of them. So Yeah. It's a whole zoo. It's How big as this waxwork. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, if, if we're going with Carol Baskin does have mind control over the time. <laughs> and we are. Yeah. It's, it's canon. It's canon. It, it, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> I think if the show taught us Carol might have it. Which, yeah. Which is not something I expected to say. All I can think is like Rick and Morty right now, and they're just like, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, like Carol Baskin Tigers, Urgh, canon, yeah, 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 it's canon, canon, it's all canon. Hundred years, Carol Baskin Tigers, forever, forever, just hundred years of Carol Baskin and Tigers, mind control, yeah, canon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, she's got the numbers. Like, and at this point, it's not even a question of like who gets all the kills. It's like she just gets it quicker. Like that's efficiency, just having yeah. all of those tigers. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how we went with Predator. It was just efficient. Yeah, and not even kind of addressed like the if we were to go into rebuttals, like yeah, he, he <laughs> the rebuttals done already. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, he could get a couple tigers, <laughs> but once the tigers figure out what's going on, yeah. Which I was surprised you didn't even say I was kill Carol Baskin. <laughs> That's true. You, you left her? you left her alive and the, and the tigers can just do their thing. 
I know yeah. I'm not supposed to jump in, but Jason just said once the tigers figure out what's going on, meaning with the werewolf that he killed a couple tigers, mm -hmm. I now love that the same tigers who were involved in the murder cover-up of her, of her husband are now like, we got to kill these camp counselors. And all of a sudden, there's two dead tigers and a werewolf. And Steve is like, wait, guys, that's a freaking lycanthrope. <laughs> wait, guys, that's a freaking lycanthrope. And they're like, well, we're going to have to work together. <laughs> Steve, I don't know why we keep bringing you on these ventures. Clearly, we have to work together. <laughs> I like that the tigers use the word lycanthrope. <laughs> Steve it's knows like, what's up. They're sophisticated. <laughs> they, 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 I like they, that Kira was not involved in the problem-solving process whatsoever. No, even no she's like YouTubing or like yeah. Twittering or Instagramming, yeah. Hey there, that's crazy like, cats and kittens. That's Just what I wanted. I wanted that argument. Just here at the waxwork. <laughs> And then I'd love to see Joe Exotic's video about that. Carol Baskin, she's at the waxwork, killing those campers. Werewolves invited. <laughs> but we can't, there's also the soundtrack to that. He's going to have a song. Oh, I'm that's a right. tiger, fighting a werewolf. <laughs> or did I mean like and throw Carol Baskin? Oh, I could write, I could write a Tiger King and I can throw a tiger song. <laughs> Uh, next episode. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so it's a, is it official? Aaron got that one? Mm-hmm. Aaron is on the board. Well played, Rune. Well played. Yeah. Uh, I'm Thank so you. glad uh, that was put in there. Jen put that one in there for us. <laughs> oh. Jen. Yeah. Jen threw <laughs> all fun. of the, the curveballs. She was whipping out all these random things. Oh, my god. I'm just like, but the that's Karen's. not horror. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, hey, it scared me. So <laughs> it is if you are a tiger. Yeah. All right. Only a few left here. Let's see what we got. So right now the scores are 10 Matt, 10 Jason, 5 me, 5 Aaron. Mm. So what we will have now is let's see. Because we have to have this in a way where the people who are, I guess, losing have a chance, right? <laughs> to get to to get back to to glory. But did I just face Aaron? I feel like I did. No, because the first one was me versus Matt. Everybody's mm -hmm. gotten everybody so won. far, right? Yeah, yeah. I've gotten right. everybody. There's won. with the time we have left, only one thing makes sense. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Aaron, but I think we just got kicked off the island. Hey man, it was a good battle. Uh, it was fun. I think I think if we went longer, I could I could I could work out a comeback. But uh, I'm happy to see what Matt can do. So yeah. And uh, and Jason, I, I think Jason, you got to hold us down. See what happens. Oh, we're gonna have uh, like a, a launch pad, uh, famous monsters head to head. Yeah. Ginger yeah. head to head. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot little, on the line here. Little did they know that was our plan all along <laughs> to get them against each other. <laughs> So I only got a few left here. Let's see. I, I haven't looked at it yet. I just covered it with my thumb. Let's see who goes first. Jason, heads or tails? Tails. Tails. Do you want to take the lead or? I'll go first, yes. Yeah, All right. You are Pinhead. Your prey 
are the Dream Master teens from Dream Master. Oh. So that means you have the karate dude, the genius girl with asthma, the power lifter girl who's afraid of bugs, and then the final girl who gets all their powers. Your location is Crystal Lake. Oh, full wow. circle. You have 60 seconds on the clock. Go. Okay, Pinhead is a literal demon, and he has powers pretty much beyond what any of these kids have ever seen before. Even if they're used to fighting a supernatural killer, they're using they're used to fighting someone that has a claw. Pinhead can summon chains with hooks from anywhere. As you can see in Hellraiser 3, when he comes to Earth and just starts slaughtering everybody. I don't think it's a question of how many of these kids he can kill. I think it's a question of how fast it's going to happen. And as you can see in the nightclub scene, it can be immediate. Like I, I, There's not a lot of ways to stop Pinhead because he, he's a demon. <laughs> like These are teenagers. <laughs> I think he's just gonna hook him and hook him and kill him. <laughs> You'll hook him and kill him. Yep. Hook him and kill him. <laughs> that is time. That is a good monster to have. Before you tell me who mine is, can you tell me the, the, the warriors again so I keep track of how many? You keep track? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got you got the karate dude. Okay. The genius girl with asthma. Okay. Pow the power lifter girl who's afraid of bugs. And then the final girl who gets all of their powers. Okay. Who is okay. the dream master. Okay, so four, there's four of them. Yes. Okay. You <clears throat> are Frankenstein's monster. Oh. Nice. Oh, and go. I don't know that I'm going to win this one. But, <laughs> well, Frankenstein's monster is not... In, in most cases is not evil and is not trying to kill for the sake of killing. If the Dream Masters were just like playing some sort of game that he misconstrued and accidentally threw them all to their deaths. Yeah, let's go with that. So the Dream the dream Warriors, Dream Masters are all around a, a pond saying, he loves me, he loves me not. And he comes over and he's like, oh, can I play? He's got the strength to pick all four up at once and throw them all, because it's a cliff, not water. Uh, throw them all over a cliff. And none of them can fly. So done, I win. <laughs> Wait, did you just turn Crystal Lake into a cliff and not not a lake? <laughs> um. Oh, I forgot Crystal Lake. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. Frankenstein looks over and Jason's there, and he's like, "Little help." <laughs> <laughs> I think Frankenstein, in in his best portray uh, portrayals, is not evil. As time. <clears throat> so who won? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a tough one, guys. I, well, I'm pulling hairs Jason, over I, here. I was, I was hoping you would bring up the idea that the Dream Warriors, the Dream Masters, they have no powers to to Pinhead because it is not in the Dream World. Because the Dream Warriors' sure. powers come from their dreams, not in a real world stake. So, well, can... here's the thing: in the Dream Warriors, that's how it works. But by the time you get to Dream Master all the abilities that they had in their dreams were actually abilities they had in real life. So like the guy who did karate actually studied karate. The girl who power lifted actually worked out. She actually lifted weights. 
the genius girl created the machine in real in the real world that they had to bring into the dream world to defeat Freddy. So they ha- they all had real world like abilities that they just enhanced. In enhanced, the but but they were still they were tangible. They were yeah, tangible abilities. No, he's he's probably not going to win. But the girl who's <laughs> smart, the girl who's smart, she may have figured out how to use the box. That is true. Oh, fair enough. Because also, like, if, you karate, if you karate kick Pinhead in the face, it's going to hurt him <laughs> yeah. more than the average kick recipient. I don't know. He put those those nails in his head himself. He's not... Oh, that's true. And he's a Cenobite, so he's going like, to be down for that. He'd be like, yeah, he'd actually be into it. Yeah. yeah. Turn the other cheek, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're all upside down with their skin peeled off. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Pinhead's got it. Yeah, it's kind, is a of a, it's kind of unfair. <laughs> Who put this together? Who put this together? <laughs> I think it's just a coincidence that another famous monsters person got the most OP. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I feel the same way. I feel... <laughs> uh, good arguments, though. Good arguments all around. That, that was really fun. I, I like that Aaron, Aaron, that Matt <laughs> went through the, the direction of using like friendship. Mm-hmm. As as his as his way to get in there, because that would be mm-hmm. like the Frankenstein way. If we're talking about the Frankenstein that's more docile and actually isn't trying to kill, mm-hmm. you know, it's heartbreaking because he'd be sad. He'd be like, "Oh, I just killed." I, one. I yeah, would with I book know. Frankenstein. I would yeah. go with book Frankenstein. If I cannot inspire love, then I will cause fear. Yeah, uh, <laughs> crushing heads and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I like I like using the the what I consider the Lenny. Frankenstein yeah, like, yeah, yeah. of mice and men Frankenstein and he's just disappointed that he killed all his friends yeah, he's just there crying with one tear oh. <laughs> sad Frankenstein <laughs> there's more cards here and I kind of want to use them up just to see what would have happened how many do you have can we there's, do like a battle there's two out? there's two more left two more rounds so I think that we should have a bonus moment here. Do a tag? Can you do a tag team? Ooh. Two two creature or two two antagonists Let's are do hunting this. two groups in one location. Pick one location. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Two yep. versus two. I oh, love that's it. a cool idea. I love it. You want to do right. famous monsters versus launchpad? Let's Just do it. Fun? Yeah. Let's do it. Really. Wait. So bonus who, round. What was, the, what was the verdict on? Pinhead oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jason wins the game. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, good job, Jason. Good job, Jason. Uh, by the spirit of Forrest Ackerman, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, this is going to be good. I feel like we might need more than just a minute now, though. That seems fair. Yeah, I think we have to crank it to two minutes. Each of us do a minute for the tag team of it all. Yeah. So actually, let me do this. So how I'll do it then is I'll pick a monster for each of us. Mm-hmm. All right. But like, I'll, it'll still be a surprise. Like we're not going to do the, okay. you won't know a super ahead of time. You'll have to think on your toes <clears throat> okay. still. But like, I'll pick one for you, Jason. I'll pick one for me. And then okay. we'll, we'll each have a minute to do our spiel. Okay. All right. But don't and forget you is- have to tag. <laughs> just just to clarify so this is basically all four of us are getting a monster two of the monsters are teamed up but it's one location one prey uh we'll 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 use both prey yeah two prey two prey sounds awesome yeah yeah oh, okay 
Okay. We're making up games as we go, guys. This is fun. Yeah. Okay. So let's see here. Try to so I can pull this all properly. Jason, mm-hmm. you get Leatherface. Oh, dope. Our prey shall be the faculty teens. And okay, let's go over the faculty teens real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh I almost feel like we shouldn't have them for who's about to come after them. But for those who don't remember the faculty, you got our drug dealer who ha- figures out the, w- the way to kill everybody, all of the aliens. Stupid mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. <laughs> and and eyes that don't actually see anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have, Wait, we have, what? What? <laughs> we have our nerdy kid, Elijah Wood. We have the popular girl. We have the jock. And then we ha- actually, there's two jocks, if I remember correctly. Because you have Usher and the other guy who's the boyfriend of the popular girl. Okay. I questioned adding the alien girl because she is a part of the group in reality. Yeah, more than Usher. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have them. Those are the six. So okay. one actually has kind of powers. <laughs> and the other group are what we call the not-so-final girls. Oh. These are the final girls that ended up getting taken out in the sequels. So that means we get Nancy from A Nightmare on Elm Street. We get Lori from Halloween. We get Ripley from Aliens. And then we have Clearwater from Final Destination 1. Which I kind of feel is like a super team that doesn't even need the faculty teens. Yeah, even the alien girl is outpowered by the not-so-final girls. Yeah. Um, does J- Jason gets to know who you have too, right? I question, this is the part that I question, because if I know ahead of, t- like, I'll have 60 seconds to prep then. Oh, because you'll know? Debating. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't I know. I, what, what do you guys I think? think? It's I true, s- though, because yeah. that Yeah, because like, we'll have the same advantage. Right. Yeah, the okay. Teams will, the teams will have the same advantage, and I think that helps Jason, Jason's argument or, 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 or what she plans to do. Yeah, all right. Well, that I case, will, yeah. I am Pennywise from the new It. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And where where are and, we? And yeah, our location. We are in the McAllister household with all of Kevin's <laughs> traps. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, okay. Is okay. two minutes enough? Only time will tell. <laughs> oh, this is okay, this is tough. All right. So I'll put 60 seconds up, it'll go, and then I'll put another 60 seconds so I can start going after you. Okay. All right, go. Okay, so clearly Leatherface teaming up with Pennywise, this is a super cool two-pronged approach because you have someone that is super grounded in earth reality. Like I don't, he's not grounded in real reality, but you have someone that is a physical being absolutely relentless super terrifying to look at he's got a chainsaw he's he can use other weapons but like mostly it's that chainsaw then you have pennywise on the supernatural front i don't think that there's any escape especially because all of these people are in the house like the teens are gonna go easy some of the not so final girls yeah they're gonna be resourceful Nancy is going to be on it, kind of like figuring out like Pennywise's stuff, like 
Lori and Ripley are going to be able to counteract a little bit of Leatherface and stuff, but they don't have a lot of time and they don't have a lot of places to go because they're getting hit by two people at once. It is time. All right. Tagging in. Tagging in. All right. So as Pennywise, I'm not even going to use the Leatherface as as a as a situation to help me out here because what's the best thing for pennywise uses fear the fear that they have within to kill them to kill to kill them so these teens in the faculty were already afraid of just the alien alone never mind whatever personal things they have of i'm a nerd i'm not accepted or i'm popular but i want people to know the real me or like i'm a jock but i'm more than that and i'm more than like, all of them have the i'm more than just this thing woes that they'll take themselves out within their own mental capacities. And as for our final girls, they're used to fighting physical things, while Pennywise is so focused on getting you in that, that cerebral fashion that they won't necessarily even think about how to take him out with that, oh, as long as I'm not afraid, because they're running, they run, they run away before they start attacking first, so they have fear inside of them. So, oh, damn, I had so much more. <laughs> It's so much harder. <laughs> I didn't even attack the McAllister household. <laughs> I, know. I know. There's a there's a lot to cover. <laughs> All right, man, this is intense. Aaron, <laughs> you are Michael Myers. <laughs> As I said before, this is the faculty teens. We're in okay. the McAllister household, and you got the not so final girls. Who does Matt have? Matt, you have Dracula. Who put this together? Who put- <laughs> Okay, Michael Myers and Dracula. Uh, all right, ready? And go. Okay, so Dracula is using Michael Myers as his pawn, and he's sending him to kill these kids. But they're in the McAllister household, and I think the traps alone will take out the more terrestrial people on the ground floor. The only person that Michael Myers is going to have a tough time taking out is Laurie Strode. So, Dracula, I'm going to need you for that tag-in to take out Laurie Strode. <laughs> I got all them kids in that house running around. I mean, Josh Hartnett has his head on fire and he's covered with feathers and shit. You know, the alien girl is getting slipping down the stairs and landing on nails and crap. I think Ripley, I can get her because she's looking for an alien. She's used to this cat and mouse game, but she isn't ready for the shape, man. She's going to be pinned up against the door with her feet two feet off the ground. But Laurie Strode, man, that's my old nemesis. And I'm going to need Dracula to tag in for that. Boom, tag. Um, let me get that time go dracula is ethereal he can uh bypass any traps so the traps definitely won't work against our team uh michael myers juggernaut doesn't really matter if he hits any of those traps i can't see any of them even bothering him we said that josh hartman has trouble seeing so he's out of so he's out of it because he can't see stuff and there's so many traps uh teens awkward and gawky and they're freaking teens like they're just so self-involved out of there uh the final girls uh they're they're strong and i think if they work together we would have a hard time but i feel like the duo of michael myers the physical grounded juggernaut and dracula who has been in so many fights and faced so many adversaries a bunch of final girls and a bunch of teenagers even if one of them is an alien no threat to him and i think rumi rumi hit it on the head anything that michael myers can't take head on dracula is going to come in from behind and it's just going to be over Oh, and it's the McAllister house. I'm not even going to bring the spider into it. The spider stays in the attic. <laughs> and time. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I've come to realize? 
we can't decide who the winner is. I was going to say, who's judging? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's you guys. You are our judge. Anyone who's watching, we want you to go on social media and you tell us who the winner is. You get to pick. A round of applause. Uh, I'm listening. <laughs> who installed the crickets? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I accidentally hit the laugh track button. My bad. Oh. <laughs> is there like a hashtag or something that they could use that would make sure that we see that they posted it somewhere? Uh, let's do hashtag famous monsters podcast body count. Yeah. Is that too long? I don't know. How, I'm not good well, on this about, hashtag about, stuff. Ha I'm an old hashtag, guy. Hashtag <laughs> FM body count. There we go. I like that. Yeah. Like a pro. Like a He's pro good at that beep boop beep. Right? He's good at that beep boop beep. <laughs> I'm the face of the podcast. Rumi's the, the, the brains and does all the work and does my makeup. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh. oh, That was fun. That was really guys, fun. So glad for, so you guys got to join us. And I'm so glad all you guys at home were able to enjoy us. Enjoy, mm -hmm. Join us, I should say. They enjoyed us. Yeah, enjoying. <laughs> new words. We're dropping new words all the time. <laughs> but uh, I think that wraps up our time here at the Famous Monsters Podcast at San Diego Comic-Con at home. You know, I hope everyone at home has been staying safe, keeping busy, binging as much horror as you can because mm -hmm. there has been no better time to do so. I mean, I don't know how many times that we can promote Shudder between me and Jason and Holly on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a lifesaver. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, stay uh, home, watch horror, guys. Mind yeah. if we give our plug? Yes, that's exactly what I want. Where can people oh, follow man, you? Guys, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, launchpadpod.com. It's July now, so we just finished up our Shark Month. We were doing Shark Month all month. We were talking about Ghost Shark. We were talking about Jaws. We had lots of special guests. So check that stuff out. I guarantee you, if you like shark movies, good, bad, whatever it is, we have something for you. And if you like these type of games, we've actually done a bunch of episodes where we've combined stuff. We did that Predator Verse episode. We did an episode where we combined two different properties to make a new franchise, like uh, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas and Terminator. Smash those together and what world do you get? We're yeah. pretty proud of that kind of stuff. So if you we like just that did kind that of with stuff, we did it with Muppets and we just did it with Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. So like Star Wars and another movie, what would that new movie be? And uh, so it's like, it's, a, it's this kind of like mind game stuff that we like to play. And we played stuff with the famous monsters guys. We talked to George recently too. So check out, check out some of our stuff guys. And of course, as always, you can follow the famous monsters podcast, iTunes, Spotify, practically anywhere you stream your, your podcasts. And uh, right now, <laughs> uh, we're actually doing a fun thing called Horror 101, where we take deep dives in horror genre and really dissect, you know, what does it mean to be a horror film? Or if you're someone who's just getting into horror, mm -hmm. then where should you start? Where are the, the nice beginnings of a horror franchise that you should really Martyrs. get into? Yeah. Carol Baskins. <laughs> Carol <Baskins. laughs> uh, but uh, where can people follow us on social media, Jason? Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash FMOFL and on Instagram and Twitter at Famous Monsters. And of course, all links to our sites and social medias will be linked within the description. So check down there. Till next time, keep spooking. Yup. <laughs> I know. Bye.